Hey sisters, if you're looking for a safe space where you can be free and authentic, then you have come to the right space. I am your host, Yana, and here at Awaken Woman 2020, we are all about being transparent and doing the work to be our best selves. This channel will challenge you to be authentic, honest, and truthful to yourself. It won't always be easy working through life's issues, but I can guarantee when you do the work, you will come out saying, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and you will know that strength and honor are your clothing. Our life is abundant and we should enjoy the fruits of it. All right, family, stay tuned. Hey, what's up, family? And welcome back to another episode of Awaken Woman 2020. I am your host, Yana, and today's episode is titled Self-Confidence versus Self-Esteem. But of course, before we go ahead and jump into this topic, I want to talk about some um, what I'm grateful for and affirmations as we do every single episode. So what I would say I'm grateful for this rising is that I'm grateful for opportunities that have been open for me for years and for years. And I wouldn't even say some things as recently I've been speaking things into my life. I've always been a journaler, always been someone who thinks about the future, what it is that I want to see for the future. So a lot of the things that I've been speaking has been coming together. That's why I did a podcast last week said it's all coming together. Things that have that had to take its germination process in order for it to come into fruition is coming. And I'm really grateful for that. I'm really grateful for my growth as a woman. I'm really grateful for just the places that I've been going lately. I've been in rooms that I'm quote unquote unqualified to be in. And I know that that's all because of the things that I've been speaking, the things that I have on my vision board, the things that I act as if I already have. And it's so super important to act as if the things that you want to happen in your life are already there. That's huge. It's so, it's just important to to act as if you already have it. That That's where the faith comes in. If you, you have hope for something that you don't see, you wait for it patiently and you have faith that it's going to show up. So that's what I'm grateful for. I'm also grateful to be surrounded by love and to have love in my life. And not just in the sense of having my husband, but Having friends and family members and even strangers who just show love, unconditional love is beautiful. To have love and have it unconditionally is like something I've never experienced because love is usually when you when someone says I love you is usually with some conditions. I love you, but if you do X, Y, and Z. I'm also very grateful for, um, I want to say, you know, it's, I sometimes struggle in what I want to share, how much is too much. But I want to also say I'm very grateful to have one of my bestest friends back in my life. Um, I have to say that because for a very long time, one of me and my really good friends stopped communicating. I want to say we're on a hiatus. I don't want to say we weren't friends anymore because when you love somebody, the love is always there. And we both wanted to be in each other's life, but pride and what have you. But I'm grateful that um, I'm really grateful for just that love. Like genuine sisterhood is so important. And anybody that's in my life, if you are one of my good friends, we done fell out before. I don't know if it's me being difficult or we just had to grow. I don't know. But I do take accountability for my crap, okay? Because I know that I could be a little bit of tough to deal with at times. But I love you to all my friends that are listening. I love you, love you, love you. Also, thank you everybody who has been tuning into my podcast. For those of you who are left responses for this podcast in particular, I do think going forward, I'm going to continue pose questions on my social medias and we could talk about those things and um, let me know what you think. I'm in a space where I know I don't know it all 
And I'm comfortable with being silent because I already know what I think I know, but I want to know what you know. I want to have some understanding, which is what I talk about a lot, is not seeking to be understood, but seeking to understand. And that's where I am in particular in my life. So, um, yeah, that, that's, what, that's what I'm, where I'm at. So, my affirmations that I'm a whole woman, I'm surrounded by love, I am love. All things are coming together for me. I'm an amazing businesswoman. I am productive. My Everything that I put my hands on is successful. And I am in the pursuit of my purpose. I am well, well done. Everything is well. Everything is done exactly in its timing. And I'm comfortable in my own skin. It's important. We're going to get to this topic, sisters and, and my brothers. We're going to get to this topic, but I think it's so important that one of the things, the reason why this we're having this conversation is because I was talking to one of my good girlfriends, the one that we just reunited, and it feels so good. Um, we were having a conversation, and I was telling her about some of the things that I struggle with, some of the, my insecurities and some of the things that showed up in my adult life, and how you, we don't really talk a whole lot about our insecurities as a people. We just... We, we promote and we put everything that we think is the best version of ourselves on the internet. And then we leave our baggage, if you will, our insecurities and our low, our low moments in behind. And of course, you know, have some privacy about yourself. Don't put all your business on the internet. But because we put so much of our business on the internet, we don't necessarily feel as comfortable to talk about the things that we struggle with. And if you've been listening and following this this podcast for a while, then you know that I lay it all out. I, I don't have anything that I have to hide because I know that we all struggling through the same things. I'm just cur- cur- I have the courage and I'm courageous enough to just put it out there because somebody got to break the cycle because I know that we all struggling with something, whether you just don't like the way your hairline is or you feel like your hair is too thin or, or whatever it may be, your weight. Maybe you feel like you're too skinny. I was picked on as a kid for being super skinny. Okay, and no matter how much turkey I would eat, no matter how much food I would eat, I wouldn't gain weight. Now, as a as a grown woman, I done picked up a little bit of weight, but even then, I still struggle putting on weight. I can, I I just can't put on weight. It just doesn't work like that, which I'm cool with, and that's the same thing on the other side. Some women feel like no matter what it is they do, their mama was big boned, their daddy was big boned, grandmama and them is big boned. So they, we have these different things that we feel like we're supposed to fit into this box of who other people say we are. And maybe that's not your thing. Maybe that's not, maybe that's not you. And that's cool. This is my journey. This is what I'm going to be talking about. This is what I think that this is what's been called in place on my heart to do. So anyways, to get back on to, on the actual topic topic is that my friend, as I was telling her these different things that I was experiencing and some of the times when I felt like, you know, I didn't really feel good about myself. In 2017 was the roughest year for me when it came to who I was. Like I was in the middle of a crossroad about my identity, who I was, what I wanted to do, what made sense. Just, I was just, I honestly, the wind was blowing me every which way. I had no, I was not standing 10 toes down. I was just really trying to figure it out. And when I was talking to her about just that experience and how I just didn't really feel confident about myself, she said, that's interesting because I always thought you were a very confident person. You always exuded such high confidence. And I'm really shocked that you say that. 
when she said that to me, it reminded me of a conversation I had with another good girlfriend of mine a while back. And she said, I, they, they say the same things. And I got off the phone and I was reflecting on that because I know that I didn't have confidence at the time. I know that I didn't. And it got me on this quest to find out, okay, we, people see us in a certain light based on what we present to them. And I do know that I feel good about myself, like even in the midst of me having my ups and downs and me not understanding what the heck was going on in my life, I've always felt good about me. I always loved myself, even though I was confused about everything else in my life. I always had a deep love for me. So when I started researching self-confidence and what the definition was, it then brought me to another um It brought me to another setting of or topic, if you will, of self-confidence versus self-esteem, because there has there's a difference. But before we jump into that, let me go ahead and get um, here is a message from our sponsors, which is me. Well, um, whatever. Here's a message from my sponsors. We'll be right back. Okay, family, welcome back. So. I hope you enjoyed that advertisement about how to get your podcast going. Um, I'm over here just sipping on a little bit of dandelion root tea, but let's go ahead and get back to the topic. So self-confidence versus self-esteem. Let's go ahead and jump into what is the actual definition. And then I want to read some of these responses because I do think there was a lot of great responses. So self-esteem, sorry, confidence comes from a Latin word. I believe this word is fideri, a fidere. And it means to trust. So to be confident, to be self-confident is to trust in oneself and in particular one's abilities or their particular set of skills. A self-confident person is someone who's able to rise to new challenges, someone who has tested something and they know that they're good at it. So, for example, if we're talking about there's some women, I think I'm a good cook. I really do. My husband loves my food. My family loves my food. But there's times when I don't feel as confident when I'm making new things. I do know I know how to cook. But there's other women that I meet who's like, yeah, come over to my house. I'm going to cook up everything. I have one of my friends that live down the street from me. She always cooking. And that's like a different type of level of self-confidence in a skill. Like that's an ability. There's people who... Um, are really good at math. They're math experts. You can give them some numbers and before you can pull out your phone to go to your um, calculator app, they don't already crunched up those numbers. That's someone who knows that they're good at something. It's almost like they do it automatic. Someone who doesn't really need a whole lot of thinking to do something. And they're just people who are naturally gifted and talented in things and they know that they're good at it and they're confident about those things. But you can also take someone who may be confident in, in an area, let's say a sport, for example, may not really feel good when it comes to dancing. So I do think that when it comes to self-confidence, it can vary. I do believe you can have self-confidence in this area, but not as a high self-confidence in one area and low self-confidence in another. When it comes to self-esteem, I do believe that's a little different. So let's go ahead and jump into that definition as well. And this also comes from a Latin word. I do not even know how to pronounce this, but I think it's called estimer, meaning to appraise, value, rate, weigh, estimate. So this is how we think, feel, act, and believe about ourselves. So it determines the way that we see ourselves. So this is that knowing that you are good enough, like that deep knowing where you know, no, 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 that you are valuable, that you add, that you're 
You have high self-esteem when you just when you just know like nothing else outside of you. You're comfortable in your skin. You're comfortable where you are. So let's go ahead and get into some of the um, I'm going to try to read every single response that I got, because I definitely think it's important for us to have different perspectives. So let me go ahead and go on over to my Instagram. The first comment I got was from Sharnae M. She says, I believe there is a difference. Yes, sis, I do too. I think self-esteem speaks on how you feel about yourself on a personal level and confidence is more about how you feel about your skills and abilities. You could be confident with doing certain things, living a certain life, but not truly happy or love who you are as a person. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I 100% agree with that. I do believe that there is a difference. I do believe that self-esteem speaks of how you feel on a personal level about yourself. When you, after you done worked your skills and you come home and it's just you and you looking in the mirror, are you, do you love you? Do you like you? Do you, without everything, because we can go to college and get all these certificates and we can have all these accolades and we can have just got promoted in our job because we're really great organizers and we're really good at managing our time and, and assisting other people and what have you. Then you could come home and look at yourself in the mirror and feel like you're a failure because you don't like you. You may not love who you are on a personal level. So I definitely think that you can have high self-confidence and low self-esteem. Yes, Charnay, I really do love that. Um, Marquise L. Whedon says, I see self-esteem as how you view yourself and it's continuous and it's continuous. I see confidence as a sheer boldness to act or be and it varies from act to act. True. Confidence, I think, is super important because you need that to even begin building self-esteem or anything for that matter. Most acts that are new and in the unknown require more and more confidence. A baby trying to walk for the first time requires a lot of confidence. The baby has walked a few steps and failed, but wants to try again requires less confidence. Less confidence now, but more and more self-esteem as the baby perfects the skill. Okay, so I, I, do, I really do like the difference um, that there is a difference of, a, of the way we view this. I think that in when he says that the baby walking for the first time or confidence is important because that's where everything starts from. I don't necessarily know if I, I don't necessarily agree with that because I do think that I think that you you really can have them set. It's like you can really have two different. They're two different things. They don't have to go hand in hand. And I think self-confidence for me, I'm going to read. I don't want to get into this point yet because someone else touched on this that I'm going to read. But I think that when he talks about the baby walking for the first time requires a lot of confidence. I actually think the baby walking for the first time and falling actually takes a level of courage because courage is the unknown. And I'm going to give you an example about that. So let's say that when you you grew up on grandmama's cooking or your mom's cooking or certain type of food. So you're used to eating a certain type of food. But the moment of food that is unknown to you from a different culture is presented to you. You're like, oh, what does it taste like? I don't even know. For example, um, I grew up in America and my husband is from Ghana. So his family, his mom only cooks traditional Ghanaian food. And when I went to Ghana for the first time, it was only, of course, they don't, they don't eat the stuff that we eat here. So when he started bringing me around his family, when they're eating traditional cultural food, I'll be sitting at the dinner table like, y'all don't got no like just regular, you know, rice or something. That's what I would say. Well, I wouldn't actually say that, but I would say it to him like, um, is there anything else? Because the food is totally different and that's an unknown. So it took more. So what I'm saying is it takes more courage to 
It's like you're eating something or trying something you've never tried before, so it's unknown. But when you know you're eating grandmama's pies or grandmama's um, mac and cheese or grandmama's greens or whatever it is that grandma cooks, you know that it's going to be good. But when you're trying a different type of food, you don't really know. And I know that we're talking about food here, so just follow my drift. That's courage, in essence. It's courage. Like the baby walking and not knowing, like you're saying that it takes... um. I think that that's the baby having courage that I never walked before. But hey, these two feet got me up and now my legs are, you know, I think that that's that part of it. But I do think it's a good point. And um, I do think that when the baby, once you, when you get up from your chair or get up out of your bed and start walking, you don't have no doubt that you can get from your bed to the kitchen, to the bathroom or wherever it is you're trying to go because it's been proven. You know, that's a known. So confidence to me equals known. Courage equals the unknown. You're doing something you've never done before. Starting a business. If you know that Look, I have an idea. I know this would be great, but at first there may have been a little unconfident, a little um, insecurities, and it took a lot of courage to get to to even do it because you may not have felt that you you it's unknown. So let me get to another com- uh, comment. Let me know what y'all think. Listen, I'm just here. I'm just the one holding the mic, but this is the people's podcast, so. I may, this is my thoughts about it. This is how I see it, but you may differ from that. And that's totally cool. Shan underscore green on Instagram said, for me, self-esteem fuels confidence. I have to first believe in myself, my worth, and my abilities to gain confidence in who I am and what I'm capable of doing. In times that I lack the confidence to say or do something, I use I use my self-esteem to channel encouraging words and our thoughts that I feel, believe, and know about myself and my abilities, which in turn boosts my confidence to tackle whatever those doubts were or confidence to step outside of my comfort. I don't believe that I could have one without the other. I like this comment. I really, 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 really love this comment because I do think that Everything she said, I don't even need to add anything for this because I do believe this is this is true. I believe that when you it starts with self self esteem, how you view yourself, feeling good about yourself, knowing your abilities, knowing that you are great, you have, knowing that you have what it takes, and even in my own personal life, sometimes I have to reach deep within me or just really get quiet within myself, and. Remind myself, like, no, girl, you can do this. You can do this. And when I pull from out of my self-esteem, I then, in turn, am able to have that high self-confidence. I do think that you can have, I, I do think there is, you can have one without the other as far as, like, you can have high self-esteem and low self-confidence. But I don't think you could have high self-esteem and low self-confidence because I think when you feel good about yourself, you in turn feel good about the things that you do, even if you have to have courage to pull you through some of those things because you know that I can do this. Okay, I hope that makes sense, but if it don't, whatever. Um, <laughs> okay, let me go over to Snapchat and let's talk about it there. So, fierce.soul, one of my boos, said to me, she said, the two go hand in hand. If your self-esteem is high, then your confidence will be high. Absolutely. I agree with that for sure. If your self-esteem is low, your confidence will be low. Huh. 
I don't know. I agree with Charnay on that point, that you can be successful in your career, but come home and not really love yourself. So I don't I don't really know if that one right there. I think that I think that the first one could go that goes hand in hand. If you have high self-esteem, you're, you're going to probably have high self-confidence as well. But if you have low self-esteem, you can still have high self-confidence because you're just killing it at your job. But when you come home, you're like, but I don't I don't feel good about myself. That's just my thought. She says confidence is almost the same, but has to do with actions towards how you feel about yourself. It's something you have been you have based off how you see or feel about yourself. Okay, I think actually self-esteem is how you feel about yourself. I think confidence is how you feel about your actions, um, your skills and your abilities. So the certificates that you have hanging up on your wall and um, the different um, your position so I believe self-esteem, that when you have self-esteem, you don't need anything outside of you. Let's, let's say this, for example. Okay, boom. Here's an example. Our late, great Auntie Whitney Houston was phenomenal. There's no voice like hers at all. She would get on the stage and just sing us to tears. It's still, it, when I listen to some of her songs now, I get chills like, oh my gosh, how did that beautiful voice come from this small body? But... If you know anything about Whitney Houston or anything, um, she would she would question herself behind closed doors. Like, am I really good? Like, am I really good? Am I good enough? And these are things that have been reported by numerous of people. Now, we have to take what we hear from other people with a grain of salt. So I typically don't like to do hearsay, but it's been said by so many people. I think even her daughter before she passed was saying um, how her mom would ask her like am I do you need me like do you really need me it, it, do it, am I does it matter that I'm here like things like that now she was a success like if we if everybody would have kept their mouth closed we wouldn't know nothing about Whitney Houston but behind the scenes she was struggling with different types of things and we do know this doesn't mean necessarily for Auntie Whitney's case but we do know that people use drugs alcohol and sex as coping mechanism because they feel in some type of insecurity about themselves or that they're feeling some type of void within themselves now i'm no psychologist i'm just here giving my opinion but i do think this situation is a prime example of someone having high self-confidence like whitney knew when she opened her mouth she was about to bring the house down she knew that auntie whitney knew without a doubt that it's going down i'm about to open up my mouth and i'm about to sing and i'm gonna just go on back to the dressing room and do what i have to do that's self-confidence she was confident in that but when she go back into her dressing room, her self-esteem, how she really felt about herself was in question. So that's that's just my thought about that. I can just say from my own personal experience, until I was able to love on me and love on me authentically and be truthful with me and embrace what is and what what isn't perfect in my life or what isn't um, what I think is supposed to be, then I was able to exude a real self-confidence because I loved me and realized like, no, I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I know exactly what I'm here on earth to do. I know what I'm supposed to do. So everything that I do is in alignment with my calling and my purpose anyways. That's just my perspective of it. I want to know what you think. I hope I didn't miss anybody's comment. Let me just go do another sweep through real quick. I appreciate everybody for responding. I do think this is a great conversation. Again, let me know what you think below. And the when I post this on Instagram in about, it's 8.50, so I'll probably post it um, as soon as I finish all the little touches and stuff like that. But thank you, family. Um, stay encouraged. What I would say as far as 
how we can build our self-esteem, you know, if you've been listening to my channel, if this is your first time listening, it's important for you to just be authentic and honest with yourself. I believe the beautiful thing about us is just like our fingerprints. There's nobody, there's no fingerprint, even on our own fingers. No finger is the same as far as our fingerprints is concerned. I think that's the same thing we should see as our as in our own life is there's nobody else like us. And when we really embrace and take hold of all the things that make us unique and beautiful, we don't look to anybody else to be the blueprint for us. This podcast, I don't know exactly what I'm doing just yet as far as um, I, I don't have a blueprint for it because I just do what feels natural to me. And that's the be- that's the only thing I know what I'm supposed to do. And I just do it. And that goes to every area of my life. And you should take the same thing that whatever it is you're supposed to do, just do it naturally. Do it authentically. Don't look to somebody else. It's OK to take pointers, but be true to you. Do not let outside things influence how you feel about you. No accolades at the end of the day when you get when you leave your six figure salary, um, leave that six figure job and go home. When you drive home in your fancy car, you come home to your beautiful home. You need to feel good about you. Let everything else on the outside be a reflection of how you feel good about yourself. If you ain't nothing wrong with having nice things, but make sure you feel good about you because that's what's really, really, really important. Okay. So journal that, meditate on that. Let me know what you think about it. And I love y'all family. I'll see y'all in the next episode. Be the salt in the world. Don't let the world take your flavor. Always walk into a room and add flavor and be the light of the world. So when you walk into dark places, make sure that you shine bright. I always say salt and light, and I don't think I've ever really said exactly what it means. So I just wanted to say that that's why I say salt and light, because always add flavor and always be the light in darkness. So I love y'all family. Let me know what you think about this podcast and I'll see you next time. Bye.